0: You glory, Almighty God. Thank you for just waking us up, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you for every heart, God, that saw their way into your house today to bring you praise. <laughs> Those that are live screaming, God, thank you for them tuning in today to give you praise, Almighty God. They could have laid in their beds going about their day and did not think about the sacrifice of Jesus. Hallelujah, but they are here today in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, I pray, I pray that you just allow your word to enter into our hearts and our minds. Just remind us of this day of what this day is all about. That the rest of our lives, that we will celebrate this day. That the rest of our lives, that we will be teaching people about this day will we be preaching about this day father in the name of Jesus because it is about Jesus hallelujah God move me out of the way and let your word come forth to the hearts and minds of your people and father please be glorified through our worship through our praise through our preaching God we love you and we thank you in Jesus name and the church said amen, amen. amen. hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah Uh, If any teens um, have class today, you can go back. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Easter is a wonderful celebration. A wonderful celebration. I'm so glad that you are here today. Thank you to our live stream family for tuning in today, this morning, to enjoy the experience of Easter worship. Enjoy the experience of Easter worship. There is an excitement, excitement when families come together. There is an excitement when families come together. The music church just renews our souls. The music just renews our souls. But Easter is not about us. It is about us, but not all about us, right? (laughs) It's not about the preparation for our own Easter Passover meals, right? It's not about us looking as fabulous as we look today, right? (laughs) And I must admit, looking fabulous. 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 Representing the Lord very well today. Representing the Lord very well today. Especially, especially if our hearts are as clean as as our tire, right? Right? If our hearts is just as clean as what we got on, we all right. The Lord is pleased. The Lord is pleased. But as much as the kids love the Easter egg hunts, the, the Easter eggs, and much as myself and the kids love the chocolate bunnies, <laughs> Easter is about Jesus. Easter is about Jesus. Easter is about the hope that lies in Jesus. That lies in Jesus. Easter is about knowing that death on this earth is not the end of your life. Death on this earth is not the end of your life, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Easter is about knowing that your soul and your spirit was created by God to live with him forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a glorious thing to know that your soul and your spirit was created by God to live with him forever. But only, only if you believe in the miracle of Easter Only if you believe in the miracle of Easter, hallelujah, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The resurrection of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, hallelujah. If you are a believer in the miracle of Easter, a believer in the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you will live with him forever. You will live in him forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you can look past this world. You can look past what you see in this world. Your future is with God in heaven. Hallelujah. You can look past this world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory belongs to God. Today, glory belongs to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The miracle of Easter, the resurrection of our king, the resurrection of our Messiah, the resurrection of our savior from death and the grave. It secures the promise that we too will rise from death. Hallelujah. Glory, that we too will rise from death. Glory. Hallelujah. God gets the glory today church. Hallelujah. God gets the glory today. Hallelujah. 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 But before Jesus would be raised from the grave, church, before he would be raised from the grave, he would be the crucified Christ. The crucified Christ on the cross. The crucified, the tortured Christ on the cross. But see what they didn't realize? Was that through that resurrection, through that crucifixion, there would be glory. <laughs> they didn't realize that Jesus dying on that cross, there would be glory. Amen. They didn't realize that Jesus being nailed to that cross, hallelujah, there would be glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. See, everything, church, everything that we struggle with in this life, everything that you struggle with in this life was nailed to that cross. It was nailed to that cross. Hallelujah. Every worry, every stress, every need that you are thinking about right now is available to you because Jesus died and was nailed to that cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every every trial, church every temptation, every challenge that's hard to face was nailed to that cross. See, Christ redeemed us all. He redeemed all our suffering, church. All of our struggles, he redeemed it. He redeemed all who was lost. All who was lost. And all who would die. And all who would die. And the world's salvation when Jesus was nailed to that cross and he took his last breath and said, It is finished. All of that was nailed to that cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God, church. So you can stop panicking, <laughs> you can stop worrying. All your struggles. All your cares, all your concerns, hallelujah, you can hand them to Jesus. You can say, Here, Lord, because they are no longer meant for you. They are no longer meant for you. He said, It is finished, hallelujah. So you give it to Him because it is finished. You must believe in the finished works of Jesus Christ. You must believe in the finished works of Jesus Christ on that cross. That is the reason he died. So you can cast all your cares, all your worries, all your struggles of this world upon him, church. Upon him. See, they didn't realize what they was doing. They didn't. So Jesus said, hanging from that cross, he said, Father, forgive them. Father forgive them they not know what they do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is finished. It is finished. Church, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew 27. The crucified Christ. The crucified Christ. Say some of the the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the, their headquarters and called out the entire Regiment. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They wove thorn branches into a crown and put it on his head, and they placed a reed stick in his right hand as a scaffold. Then they kneeled before him in mockery and taunting. Hail, King of the Jews! And they spit on him and grabbed the stick and struck him on the head with it. And when they were finally tired of mocking him, They took off the robe and put his own clothes on him again. Then they led him away to be crucified. Our Lord. Jesus was sent by the Father, church, in the fullness of time. Jesus was born of a woman, he was tempted and tested in every way that we are tempted and tested. But yet, Jesus did not sin. Through all of this, Jesus did not sin. Jesus lived as God created us to live, church. He always did what pleased God. He spoke the Father's words. He did the Father's works, he said, he who has seen me has seen the Father. The Son of Man was the Son of God, God in the very flesh, and they didn't even know it. God in the very flesh. Think for a moment, church, what was done to the Son of God at this feast of Passover. We must consider what happened to our to our high priest. He was unjustly accused, physically abused. He was illegally tried by the chief priest who served in the Father's temple and made it a den of thieves. This is our teacher. This is our teacher who healed the sick who caused the blind to see, who set captives free, our teacher. But he himself, church, was wounded. He was blindfolded and bound by men who sought his demise. Our king of king, church, our king of king was forced to wear The robe of an earthly king, of an earthly king, scorned, mocked as the king of Jews. Verse 35, after they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers, the soldiers gambled. For his clothes by throwing dice. Then they sat around and and kept guard as he just hung there. As he just hung there. And a sign was fastened above Jesus' head. Announcing the charge against him. It read, this is Jesus. The king of the Jews marking Jesus marking God in the flesh Father forgive them they not know what they do See this is the part church where today is about us This is the part where today is about us because many of us, God's people, God's saved people also mock God. We also mock Jesus. We mock God by not responding, by not responding to the fact that he gave his only begotten son so that we can live and not die. And we mock the son, Jesus, by not responding to his love as well. As though we can care less about what he endured for us. For us all. We don't always show that we accept his sacrifice, church. We don't always show it. The long-awaited Messiah had finally arrived only to be betrayed and sentenced to death but why 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 Jesus who knew beforehand all that would happen and held the power the power of heaven at his command why why would he submit to being humiliated to being tortured, to being ultimately killed. Why? For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. That means you. That means me. God sent his son to die for you. God sent his son to die <laughs> For me, hallelujah. And we mock him. We mock him when we don't respond to his unconditional act of love. We mock him, church. We mock him. Isaiah says this. He was wounded for our transgressions. Isaiah reminds us of this very thing. He reminds us that it is all about us. He reminds us that God gave his only son to be wounded for our transgressions, our rebellion, our sin. Isaiah 53, church, reminds us that Easter is absolutely, absolutely all about us. He says, he was despised and rejected by mankind. A man of suffering and familiar with pain. Like one from whom people hide their faces, he was despised and was held in low esteem. Surely, he took up our Pain. He took up our pain and bore our sufferings. Our sufferings. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by Him, afflicted. But He was pierced. But He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment, the punishment that brought us peace was on him. Was on him. And by his wounds, by his wounds by his wounds 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 we are healed we are spiritually healed by his wounds by the wounds that he suffered on the cross the purpose of Easter Sunday The reality of Easter Sunday is that someone died. Someone died for you. Someone died for me. And God Almighty raised him from the dead so that we could live free from anything, anything that would restrict us from having a personal relationship with him. And at the top of that list is sin. At the top of that list, church, is sin. He was pierced for our transgressions. For us going our own way. Going against everything that God commanded us to do. For us not following God's word. He was crushed for our iniquities. Our immoral, grossly unfair behavior. The wrong things that we say. The wrong things that we think. The wrong things that we do. And you would think that because of this, this act of God's unconditional love, that we would be grateful enough to submit our lives unto him. That we will be grateful enough to follow him. That we will be grateful enough to live a righteous life because it was only by his death on that cross that we can be righteous, that we are made righteous in the sight of a holy God. A holy God. The only good that lives in us, church, is Jesus. The only good that lives in us is Jesus. We ourselves, apart from Jesus, there is nothing good. There is nothing good. Paul says this in in 2 Corinthians. He says, he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. If there are any saved people in the room today, church, Paul says that we are to no longer live for ourselves, but we are to live for the one who saved us, the one who died for us, the one that God raised from the dead for us. For us. The Bible tells us that God is a God of kindness. That God is a God of tolerance. That God is a God of patience. Hallelujah. The Bible also tells us that God's kindness leads us into repentance. Has God been good to anybody? Has God been good to anybody? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God has been good to you, today is the day of repentance, church. Hallelujah. 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 Our God, our God is unbelievable, unbelievably fair, He's unbelievably just. He gave his only son to be crucified, to be tortured and killed for you and I. And yet, and yet, he gives us the choice to be grateful or not. He gives us the choice to be grateful or not. See, our God gave us, church, free will. Free will. Our just and fair God will not force us to do anything. He will not force us to do anything. The Holy Spirit will urge us to be obedient to God. The Holy Spirit will urge us to be obedient with God, but he will never force us. He will never force us. And me as your pastor, I can't force you either. I can't force you either. See, you don't have to go to heaven if you don't want to. It's just as simple as that. You don't have to go to heaven if you don't want to. He gives you a choice to believe or not believe. He gives you a choice to be saved or remain unsaved to live in the light of Jesus or live in the darkness of Satan. He gives you that choice. He gives you the choice to accept his love or not. He gives you the choice to live in the freedom, the freedom of the Holy Spirit or live in the bondage of this world. He gives you the choice. He gives you the choice to join into his family of believers to come into his house and worship him or not. Or not. The choice to serve others or to serve him or not. Or not. To love each other. Even to love your enemies <laughs> or not. Or not. To forgive. To forgive or not forgive. The choice is yours. See, church, as unbelievable as this may sound, the love of God is truly unconditional. It's truly unconditional. That is unbelievable to know that we can turn our backs against God and he still loves us. See, you will never be so far gone. You will never be so far gone that his love won't pull you back and welcome you back into his family. You will never be so far gone. Never. Never. So even though he gave his only begotten son, if we choose not to live by the Bible and not to live by the guidance of the Holy Spirit and choose to live and go our own way, God gives you the choice to do so. If you want to stay in your sin, if you want to live in your mess, the unconditional love of God allows you to make that choice. To make that choice. But I'm going to tell you, like somebody told me I do not have a heaven or a hell to put you in. You, you will make that choice yourself. You will make that choice yourself. The son was given to us by God who came to take the government of our lives on his shoulders. The government of our lives on his shoulders and yet many of us still live in oppression. Oppression by the many things and the many people of this world. The lamb of God who took the punishment for our peace so that we can have true peace and yet we reject his peace for the false peace of this world. The Lamb of God who came to offer forgiveness for our sins. The wrong things that we do. The wrong things that we think. The wrong way that we act, church. And yet we reject his sacrifice for our forgiveness. And we continue to indulge in our sins, the things that, that will separate us from God. We mock them. We mock them. So yes, today is about us. It's about us. But everything that Jesus went through, church, it happened under heaven's authority. Everything that he went through, it happened under heaven's authority. Jesus came not to be served, but to be served, but to serve and die for us all. It all happened at the command of God. Jesus said, thy will be done. It was the will of the Father that his only son be tortured, that his only son be crucified and killed for you and I. See, we hear so much about death, church. So much about death that sometimes we can get insensitive. We can get insensitive to the, to the death of Jesus Christ. to the death on the cross. See, but this death is different. This death is like no other. See, do you realize that he died for you? He died for you. Do you know of anybody else? that will give up their life so that you can live? Do you know of anybody else that would give up their life so that you can live? And the way he died tells us about God. And it tells us about God's love for you. For you. He made his son suffer. Suffer for you, for me. You. Suffer. He didn't have to do that. No, he it could have been a simple death. Right. But he made him suffer for us. But if you find yourselves, church, insensitive to, to the death of Jesus, I pray that you not think of yourself right now. I pray that you not think of yourself right now. Think about the future of your children. Think about the future of your your grandchildren. Think about the future of their children when we are long gone from this earth. What will be their future? What will be their future? Think about their future in this fallen, evil world. And then think about their future in the security of Christ. Listen to what Paul says in 1 Corinthians. And if our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in this world. If our hope in Christ is only for this life, we are more to be pitied than anyone in this world. So what I'm saying, church, if you truly love your family, if you truly love your friends, if you truly love your children, your grandchildren, and their children, to come, even even if we decide to fall away, even if we decide to fall away and become insensitive to all of this, to all of this, I pray that we hold ourselves accountable to, to, to share the hope that lies in Jesus, the hope that lies in his life, his death, and his resurrection because even though church he was despised even though he was rejected by mankind hallelujah even though church he was pierced hallelujah even though he was crushed hallelujah even though he was wounded even though he was spit on even though he was humiliated church hallelujah he rose Hallelujah. He rose. Hallelujah. He rose. Hallelujah. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is the foundation, church. That is the foundation of our Christian faith. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the foundation of our Christian faith. Without the resurrection, there is no faith. God's saving grace through Jesus will be destroyed. It's nothing without the resurrection, without God raising a man from the grave. There is no faith. We have no hope. What if your hope was only in this world, in this evil, fallen world? But yet we live as though it is. We say we'll be lost, but yet we live as though our hope is only in this world. Because everything we care about is in this world. Jesus was arrested and found guilty of claiming to be the king that he was. Jesus came to this earth as a king, hallelujah. He died as a king, hallelujah. And he will rise, hallelujah, as a king. Amen. As a king. His body was wrapped in linen cloth, placed in a tomb with a large stone, rolled across the opening. And on that third day, that early Sunday morning, both Marys came to the tomb and found it empty. Sitting. On that road away tomb, hallelujah, hallelujah, was an angel of the Lord who told them not to be afraid. Not to be afraid because hallelujah, he has risen, hallelujah, because he has risen, Hallelujah, Matthew 28, Matthew 28. Early on that Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white. As snow, the guards shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell in a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, "Don't be afraid." He said, "I know you are looking for Jesus. Hallelujah. I know that you know he was crucified. Hallelujah." Says he isn't here. Hallelujah. I know that you're looking for him, but he isn't here. He has risen, hallelujah, from the dead. Just, just as he said would happen. God is not a man that he shall lie, church. Then he said, come. He told him to come. Come see where his body was laid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Further evidence that he is risen from the dead. Glory, hallelujah. That is the miracle church of Easter. The risen Savior from the dead. The very resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, death couldn't hold him. Death could not hold him. Rejoice in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. If there's anything in this world that deserves a praise, that deserve an applause is Jesus' resurrection from the dead. If anything in your life that deserves an applause, that deserves a praise, is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. The glory belongs to God. Hallelujah. Because without Jesus being raised, we are nothing. We are Nothing. 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 There is no future for us. There is no future for your kids, your grandkids, or their kids. None. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. He has paid it all. His love, church, has paid it all for you. Did he ask you for anything? No. No. His love has paid it all. All he asks you is believe. Believe and I will pay it all for you. I will open up the the, the gates of heaven to pour you out blessings if you only believe. If you only believe. If you only believe, Satan can't touch you. If you only believe, Satan cannot touch you. He paid it all. Yeah. Jesus took upon his body each and every sin that we have committed. Every sin. And every sin that you will commit. Jesus has placed it upon his body. When Jesus died on that cross, his final words was it is finished. And he gave his spirit up. He gave his spirit up. Thank you. Believe that, church. It is finished. See, Jesus did not pay for some of our sins. He paid for them all. <laughs> he paid for them all, church. So if the Son sets you free, hallelujah, you will be free indeed. Hallelujah. If you believe that, if you believe that the Son sets you free, you will be free Indeed, hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't make the Lord out of a liar. Don't make him out of a liar. If you claim the Lord has set you free, hallelujah, you will be free. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Do not doubt the power of God. Don't doubt the power of God, church. There's no longer temptation, no longer sin, no longer addiction that can enslave you because he got up. Because he got up. There's no longer a sin, temptation that can enslave you because he got up, church. There's no longer sickness. No longer a disease. No longer depression, anxiety. And definitely no fear that can hold you bound because he got up. Because he got up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is healing, church, because he got up. There is healing because he got up. Those aches, those pains, those headaches cannot overtake you because he got up, church. Because he got up. Understand that. All of those things was nailed to that cross. Jesus being raised from the dead, made a way for you to know a holy God. The God that we read about, the God that we sing about, the God that we preach about. Your faith in this resurrection would allow you to one day see that God that we talk about. To see that God that we talk about. That God that we kneel to in prayer. That God. (laughs) That unseen God. That God that some of our family members are witnessing. That God that created the heavens and the earth. That God. You can ask him, God, how did you do it? That God, only by your faith, not your money, not the the, the sweat of your your, your brows, none of that. Only by believing in your heart (laughs) that Jesus died and God raised him from the dead. That's it. That's it. But you have to believe deep in your heart. You can't play with it. You can't play with it, church. But see, yet God is so good. He's so good and he offers us repentance. Repentance. That we take for granted. That we use and abuse. Repentance. It is finished. It is finished. Because who the son sets free, hallelujah, Through the death, through the life, death, and resurrection, is truly free. Hallelujah. 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 So, have anyone been free? Have anyone been truly free? Hallelujah. (laughs) Have you been truly free by your faith? See, you must believe, church. You know the saying? Believe. And you will achieve. Believe it. Believe it. And you will achieve whatever it is that you're in need of. We got witnesses here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Free indeed, church, because he got up. The hope that's in this resurrection is understanding that because Jesus lived, that he rose from the grave, that we will never die. That we who believe will never die. No matter what, no matter how you may fall in this earth, no matter how it happened, your faith ensures you where you're going, where you're going. So death has lost its sting against you, has lost its sting against you. Glory, hallelujah. Eternal life belongs to us. Eternal life belongs to us. As Jesus rose, as you heard this story, as Jesus rose from the dead, you will too. You will too. But before we prepare to close and go into communion church, I just want to encourage you for a moment. That the miracle of Easter, yes, is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But the miracles that came out of the resurrection is you it is you. It is his church. It is his church. Every individual that makes up the body of Christ because Jesus rose from the dead, we all are living miracles. We all are living miracles. A miracle is a supernatural act of God's power. A supernatural act of God's power. You and I represent the supernatural act of God's power, of God's power. Through the power, through the transforming work of the Holy Spirit, we are made miracles because we are changed people. The only way you are able to change is through the transformative work of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God that's in you. The only reason I'm standing before you proclaiming the Word of God is because God made me out of a miracle. Because without him, without his supernatural power, it would have never happened. Never happened. Never happened. You can praise God because of his power. You are miracles, church. You are miracles. We testify to being miracles. Born again. <laughs> Rebirth through the resurrection by our changed lives. By the Holy Spirit of God who the son sets free through that resurrection hallelujah is free indeed hallelujah glory to God <laughs> glory <laughs> hallelujah glory to God <laughs> glory to God hallelujah hallelujah let us prepare for communion <laughs> father we thank you for this time Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, we thank you. Words can't say it enough, Father. But I pray that we believe in our hearts. That we receive everything that you have for us, God. I pray that we take this time to remember our Lord and Savior as he has asked us to remember. Father, I pray that Jesus, that we come before you humbly. We ask you, Father, to examine our hearts, examine anything that's in us that's not of you, that you reveal to us any hidden sin, any hidden unforgiveness, any hidden pride. Anything that is not pleasing to you, God, anything that is not pleasing to you, reveal it to us. Reveal it to us. Anything that hinders us from being in a relationship with you, God, reveal it to us. Anything that is not good for us, God, anything that is of the enemy, reveal it to us, God. Father, do not let us live this life in vain. Jesus said in Luke 22, as Jesus, as he took the bread,